All right, everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, August 24th, 2023. Uh, before we get started with today's news and views, please remember tomorrow we do have a vid chat. Uh, we've already got a lot of good questions and comments submitted, so please remember to get your questions and comments in before... 10 o'clock U.S. Central Time tonight. Um, I will most likely show up tomorrow, uh, even though we're scheduled to begin at 2 o'clock. I'll most likely show up early for our usual pre-chat banner to make sure everything is working okay, and so on and so forth. So please remember, one, uh, limit your questions, please. Try to keep short and focused. Remember, there's a lot of other people and only one submission per member. All right. By now, you have all heard that Yevgeny Prigozhin, the figurehead leader of the Wagner military group, the Russian military group, that performed so well during the special military occupation, Russia's invasion of the provinces of the Donetsk region, uh, and then later, subsequently, the entire Ukraine, the, the Wagner Group leader has allegedly, and the reasons for my saying this will become apparent in a minute, but has allegedly died in a very suspicious plane crash in the Tver Oblast region, which is just outside of Moscow, as he was apparently flying his plane to St. Petersburg, where you'll remember after the alleged coup attempt that he allegedly led a couple of months ago, he had been exiled to Bielorussia and was not to set foot in Russian soil again. That's the public story. So now Yevgeny Prigozhin supposedly is dead, his plane having crashed. We don't know exactly why it crashed. There are pictures and videos of a plane without a wing, which, again, his the plane that supposedly was carrying him lost its wing and crashed. There are claims that there was a device on board the plane. There are other claims that it was hit by an air defense missile, and so on, and so on, and so on. Now, color me suspicious about all of this. And right up front, I'm going to be advancing a very different take than the prostitutes in the Western media. Um, I'm going to be advancing a very, very different scenario. But right up front, I want to put out the caveat that this does not mean, the scenario that I'm advancing does not mean that I'm closing out all possibility of Russian and indeed Kremlin and indeed Mr. Putin's involvement. One thing the West has to understand about Russia and particularly the Eastern European mindset coming as it does out of Byzantium and out of Eastern Orthodoxy, and that is, much as it seems corrupt and evil to us, that culture would much rather sanction a state-sanctioned assassination if it means that it can avoid a war or major military action. That's the bottom line. 
And I suspect that something like that may be in play here. In other words, that the Kremlin may be involved. So in other words, there's my caveat, folks. I'm not ruling out that possibility. However, <laughs> I have in front of me an article that I will link for you from the United Kingdom's Daily Mail. And if ever a tabloid rag acted like a mouthpiece for MI6 and the city of London, it's now. I want you to listen carefully to how they're covering this story because it's rather breathtaking in its audacity. The article's titled, Russia's Latest, Wagner Had Full Mobilization Plan If Prigozhin Was Killed, It Is Claimed As They Vow Revenge for Assassination. As MI6 chief says there are signs Putin took him out in the plane crash, and if he's not dead, he soon will be. <laughs> okay. So here we go. This is the Daily Mail's reportage of this incident. And by the way, it's rather extensive with pictures and everything. In other words, it's, it's quite a production. They are invested in this story, and they're invested in the narrative they're trying to promote. So here we go. Quote, Wagner Group mercenaries are gearing up for full mobilization amid news their leaders Yevgeny Progrosian and Dmitry Utkin were killed in a plane crash near Moscow, though their deaths have not officially been confirmed. Now, what were they doing in Moscow? How, did, how were they allowed to get there when supposedly Progrosian was already in exile? Russian outlet Ridovka closely associated with Prigozhin, reported that the private military company had long established approved mechanisms of action in the event of the death of Yevgeny Prigozhin or Dmitry Utkin. A source confirmed, quote, in the event of Prigozhin's death, there is a mechanism for, quote, full mobilization, unquote, regardless of who was at fault for his death, unquote. <laughs> I'm continuing here with the article, folks. The extent to which Wagner mercenaries will react to the death of their leader remains to be seen. But Wagner-linked channels posted a series of vengeful messages following the crash, vowing retribution if their leader is confirmed dead and declaring the people responsible traitors to Russia. Quote, there's a lot of talk right now about what the Wagner group will do. We can tell everyone one thing, unquote, mercenaries said in one video, quote, we are getting started. Get ready for us, unquote. Now listen very carefully, folks. It comes as former head of MI6, Sir John Sawyers, told BBC Radio's For Today program, quote, all the indications point to the fact that Putin has taken him out. He is reasserting control. Now, let me stop right there. Right there. What are these indications, you might ask? Well, we don't know because we're not told. But to continue, quote, 
This is again Sir John Sawyer on BBC Four's Today radio show. Quote, he is making clear to everyone both inside of Russia and outside he's not going to brook any challenge. There is a slim chance he, meaning Prigozhin, is not dead and he wasn't on that plane. He will be soon, unquote. Skipping just a couple of very short paragraphs, listen to this one. Christopher Steele, who was with the Secret Intelligence Service and ran the MI6 Russia desk, and by the way, compiled the Steele dossier, claiming that Donald Trump was a Russian spy, spying for Vladimir Putin during the 2016 election. Remember that? <laughs> Christopher Steele, who was with the Secret Intelligence Service and ran the MI6 Russia desk, added to Sir John's comments, arguing that downing Purgosian's plane would line up with, quote, a pattern of state-backed activity. I would suspect very much that it was an FSB, a Russian Domestic Intelligence Service, or GRU, Military Intelligence Service, operation, unquote, Steele said, pointing out the plane crash followed, quote, just one day after General Sergei Surovikin was sacked from his job, which was to be in charge of the security over the Russian homeland. <laughs> Skipping a few paragraphs again. Prigozhin's death has not yet been officially confirmed, leading to speculation that the Wagner chief may still be alive. Mass named Evgeny Prigozhin as part of his efforts to obfuscate his travels and protect himself from assassination. Let's not be surprised if he pops up shortly in a new video from Africa. <laughs> Telegram channels with links to Prigozhin announced his death on Friday. That's the Daily Telegraph. After, uh, Friday night after shortly, shortly after news of the crash and claimed it was caused by traitors within Russia. What do flight records show who is on board the plane? And then they list the flight records and sure enough, uh, Prigozhin and Dmitry Utkin, who, by the way, was a former Special Offices, Forces officer and suspected neo-Nazi. Now, remember, folks, it's really Russia that's been maintaining that the Ukrainian government has the neo-Nazi units, not the Russians and certainly not the Wagner Group, which was itself part of the Russian exposure of the neo-Nazi symbols and units being used by, by military members of the Ukrainian armed forces. So in other words, I suspect that that assertion, although I'm not certain, but that that assertion is a bald-faced lie. If anything, it was Wagner, as I mentioned, that was outing the neo-Nazi elements of the Ukrainian military. But anyway, we're in the Hall of Mirrors here, so anything is possible. Russian officials also claim Prigozhin was on the plane, which crashed in a field, killing all 10 aboard just two months after his failed coup attempt against Putin's regime. Now, let's remember something else. If you recall Wagner's own statements, the, the so-called coup really wasn't a coup at all. 
they were simply trying to draw attention to the fact that they weren't getting enough supplies from uh, Defense Minister Shoigu and General Surovikin. So they were actually challenging the military membership, uh, leadership of, of the Russian military operation, not trying to overthrow the government. But no, now it's once again a coup. Continuing, a Wagner address last night, supported by the Sun, pardon me, reported by the Sun, stated, quote, We directly say that we suspect Kremlin officials led by Putin of an attempt to kill him. If the information about Prigozhin's death is confirmed, we will organize a second march of justice on Moscow, unquote. Meanwhile, armed men claimed to be from the unit warned Putin in a video shared online, quote, there's a lot of talk right now about what the Wagner Group will do. We can tell you one thing. We are getting ready. Get ready for us. And then in the ultimate statement or obfuscation, the very next paragraph in this article states, quote, Will Progosian rise from the dead again? Putin's chef was declared dead in 2019 plane crash only to reappear three days, notice the significant symbolism, three days later, okay? Now, a, f a few final paragraphs here. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, the pollen is out in force today, folks. A few final paragraphs. Quote, another plane, also supposedly with links to Purgosian, was detected zigzagging over Moscow in the aftermath of the crash, fueling speculation that the Wagner boss may not have been on board at all. Tracking data available for the crashed plane appears to show it rises to around 29,000 feet before suddenly disappearing and dropping to zero feet. And let me ask... From what air traffic control center are they getting that radar data? Tracking data available for the crash plane shows it to appear to arise to rise to around twenty nine thousand feet before suddenly disappearing and dropping to zero feet. A channel linked to Wagner said the plane had been shot down by air defenses, but this has not yet been confirmed. Now, wait a minute. If it's shot down by Russian air defenses, then you would think, yeah, that that would be a relatively easy thing to confirm or deny. And if it's confirmed, then the Russian government is either involved or incompetent, or their air defenses are. And I don't believe that for a minute. And number two, I don't believe a civilian aircraft is enough of a threat, even though it may be carrying the leaders of the Wagner Group, to the Russian government to warrant shooting it down with air defenses. So it's that little thing right there that tells me we're dealing with a high probability of a concocted narrative. Now, whether that narrative is true in its claim that Yevgeny Prigozhin and Dmitry Utkin are both dead, victims of this plane crash, remains to be seen. But narrative, nonetheless, I suspect it to be. A post described Prigozhin as a hero of Russia, a true patriot of his motherland. Wagner deputy and co-founder Dmitry Utkin, again, here comes the assertion, widely reported to be a neo-Nazi, 
is also claimed to have been killed in the crash. And I could go on and on with this nonsense here, folks, but I think you get the idea. Um, now, here comes my high-octane speculation, and I warned you about this at the beginning of this news and views. Our prostitutes have already advanced the narrative almost as soon as the news flashed around the world that Prigozhin's plane had crashed, or one of his planes had crashed, apparently with him on it. They wasted no time in advancing the narrative that this may have been a takeout, as the head of MI6, John Sawyer, mentioned to the BBC radio, by President Putin, who is cleaning house. In other words, we're, we're watching another neo-Stalinist purge taking place before our very eyes. Now, again, I go back to what I said at the very beginning of, of this uh, news and views. The idea of that kind of wet work, as the Russians call it, or assassination, is not new. It's very typical, uh, a part of the arsenal of state policy in the East, and it has nothing to do with communism, okay? It has been a part of the state policy of the East since the days of the Byzantine Roman Empire. So I'm not ruling that out. What I find highly suspicious is the speed at which this narrative is being cobbled together. So I'm going to advance an alternative narrative, an alternative scenario. Since the Wagner group was so instrumental in holding on to the disputed territories, the Oblasts in the Donbass region, and helping clear that area for their eventual reincorporation into the Russian Federation, and since the Wagner group was at the tip of the spear that the Russian military used to decimate the Ukrainian military, and since it was the Wagner group that was really ultimately behind the exposure of Ukrainian neo-Nazi unit symbols and patches and so on and so forth, and since the Ukraine itself has exhibited a willingness and ability to use or launch drones inside and on Russian territory, I do not rule out the fact that this may in fact be a Western-sponsored false flag operation that they are trying to blame on Russia and do so in a manner that will sow internal dissent within Russia. Because after all, folks, they have utterly failed in everything else in their objective. And that includes in the use of the Ukraine and its military in a proxy war against Russia, which they are managing to lose with brilliant and studied incompetence. So I, I am highly suspicious, especially given the involvement not only of the head of MI6, but of Christopher Steele, who contrived and concocted the Russian narrative operation for Hillary Clinton. I am deeply suspicious. Now, again, I, I do not rule out 
a potential Russian involvement. But given the near hysteria and the the double emphasis on Dmitry Utkin maybe being a suspected neo-Nazi, which he may have been or may not have been, I don't know, but it would be highly unlikely for the Wagner Group or any of its leaders to be neo-Nazis in a fighting for a country that remembers the Nazi invasion of World War II. I mean, this this is just incomprehensible to to the Russian mentality. I'm sorry, it's just, it doesn't make sense. So there's something deeply fishy here, folks. Uh, I'm I'm definitely not following the American or British uh, lamestream propertainment media here until they present us with the mountains of evidence that Sawyer is referring to that all the th indicators suggest that this was an operator. Come out, Sawyer, show us the specific goods. Don't just go on the BBC and make an unsubstantiated claim. With nuclear weapons involved on both sides and, and a large military and such economic consequences, you owe us that. So that's the news and views for today, folks. Don't forget the vid chat tomorrow. Get your questions and comments submitted no later than 10 o'clock U.S. Central Time tonight. We'll see you on the flip side. Oh, by the way, another uh, bit of housekeeping. I am planning to go forward with my webinar or web chat, as I'm going to call it, on the new book. That will probably be scheduled for some time in September. So when you look for the schedule, please look for that. Uh, and I will post more about that when it's, when it's up. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye and God bless.